0: Hey, guys, you're listening to the JK Experience, where we train leaders to live a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. Hey, man, I'm Josh Kalinowski, back at you here, flying solo for, yes, yet another podcast. That's okay. We can handle it. I think we can. Uh, hey, listen. We are. I, I'm. I'm ecstatic about talking about this subject. Of course, we're talking about the ten extraordinary things that you need to take ownership in your life if you want to live a life of impact and influence and faith. Extraordinary impact, influence, and faith. That is not just just normal faith, not just normal impact, but extraordinary impact, influence. And faith, and as you've heard it before, I'm just going to recap again, just because I don't want you to forget, just in case you have, or if maybe you've missed an episode. It's always good to recap and see where we're at. All right, number one was start digging, start digging, get the shovel, start digging. You're going to get into clay. It's going to suck. It's going to be hard. You might run into some boulders. It's worth it. Get down deep and start getting to the bottom of the story. Own your story, right? We got to start telling the truth. You want, you want, you want to know the situation. You got to start owning the story. And you got to find out the ugly truth of the matter. Give authority away. Oh my gosh, that is hard. You got to find people in life that you trust. You got to find people in life that you're going to listen to, and that's not always easy. Choose your hard. What is it that you need to do? What is it that you've been voiding in life? And I always go back to the physical part of it, but maybe there's a maybe there's a mental part of the uh, of uh, that hard that uh, you are just choosing not to pursue. Maybe it's that conversation. Maybe it's that, maybe it's that thing in life that just continues to stare at you. The big eight pound gorilla, 80 pound, eight pound. That's not a big gorilla, by the way. 800 pound gorilla in the room. Exercise. Your no muscle. Oh, I got to tell you, I love that. Love the exercise in no muscle. Once again, back on 75 hard. This is The second version, this is, I don't want to say round two because it almost seems like we failed. No, this is like, I, you know, two years later of going and we're doing 75 hard again and exercising your no muscle is equally fun. I will say this time around, um, it's getting better to exercise it, but there have been some challenges. There's been times where I just, and I remember one weekend, it was a Friday and a Saturday and like, all I want is a freaking I want a glass of wine. I want a glass of really, really good wine right now. And, I, and I'll, I'll, I'm i going to say this right now. I kind of wanted a buzz. I missed having a buzz. I missed being able to exhale and just have that nice buzz and just enjoy the week. It's okay. Maybe sometime later. Cut the tether. Got to cut stuff loose, man. And ladies, I got to tell you, you can't hold on to things. You got to let it loose. I'll move your finish line. I shared it with you guys, a story about moving your finish line. And, uh, man, I tell you what, focus on the new finish line, get rid of, get on the right track and it'll be amazing what you can do in your life. And then of course, light the wick. I tell you, I love it. Love it. Light the wick, which is just get in your flame work, do the things that you know that you desire to do, do the things that light you on fire, chase the stuff. That burns in your soul, because it'll continue to keep burning there, even if you do everything you can to stomp it out. It will not stomp out. It'll be there, and it's just going to—it's just going to like smolder, smolder. I don't have James here to tell me if I'm making words up or not, but just going to smolder. It will never go out. But you got to give yourself permission to chase it. Number nine. I love this one because as I was writing the book. This one came to me as well, too. This was another one of those, uh, I don't want to say an epiphany, but it was really something that I was like, okay, those are the words that I need to describe this chapter in my life, this time in my life, and what I needed to do, the decisions that I was making. And number nine is get off the sidelines. Get off the sidelines in life. You know, too, too many of us are bystanders. Too many of us are are sitting on the bench. Too many of us are just watching life go by, watching others become successful, watch others accomplish stuff, right? You've gotta get off the sidelines in life. You gotta get into the game of life, get into the game, your game, your life. I remember when I was starting Kingsman, this was about three years ago, I'm starting Kingsman, and Kingsman, of course, for for all of you that know this is, uh, this was something that was just burning on my heart. It was a group uh, that I wanted to create for men that they wanted to come together that that stood for something that actually had. Um, had boundaries and, and, and we did hard stuff together, but we had hard conversations together and we, and we did, uh, we did like, you know, manly stuff and we had permission to, to do it, but we also lived life on, on fire with, res- with great responsibility and and great respect. And we have these five foundations that we believe in and we still hold true to that today, which is your faith and family and fitness and finance and your future. And they all stack on each other and they help create the model of a man and now that we've evolved into that, we've actually evolved it into man-made. It's still about kingsmen. It's still about men rising up to the great opportunities and responsibilities that they've been giving and they've been given in life. And I remember this uh, just getting off the sidelines because I had been constantly praying about, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do with this Kingsman? I've got the ideas. I've got the, I've kind of got the roadmap here. I've got the, uh, you know, you have given me insight to how you want me to do things. And you've helped me articulate and you've really showed me the path that I should be taking. So just help me like, just where, where, what do I go? What do I do? And I will, I, I, I still remember I still remember sitting. I was, I was sitting at, at St. Patrick's church. I was, it was one of my mornings, uh, my earlier mornings, I was there and I was just, uh, getting ready for the day. I was filling my cup. I was doing the things that allow me to be empowered to be the best I can for those that I get to lead and serve and, and be a part of. And it just hit me just get off the bench, dude. Just go do the thing. Take action. And it was just like one of those, uh, just like an obvious moment in my life. Like, oh, so that, that, so that, that's what I've been waiting for. I've just been waiting for this conviction to go and do it. Or I've been waiting for permission to go and do it. And so much, There's so many of us, that's what we're waiting for. We're waiting for permission from somebody or someone to go and do and pursue the thing that we really want to do. And so I'm going to give you permission. I want to give you permission to go and do the thing that you desire to do, to go chase the thing, the dream, the vision. Give yourself that gift. Now, don't be stupid and leave your job if you don't have a plan, right? Don't go and do something where you're like, well, I guess, I mean, I got permission, so I'm just going to go jump. You wouldn't jump off a cliff without a parachute. I'm not asking you to do that what I'm saying is that when you have the plan, when you have the vision, when you know you want to pursue it, when you've got counsel from people, when you literally go through every single one of these steps that I keep talking about, right? start digging. What is the true thing you want to talk about? or What do you want to take ownership of? What's the true story? Why do you want to pursue this? Have you given authority away? Are you listening to people in your life? Have you done the hard things in order to prepare for that next chapter of your life or whatever that is that you want to pursue? Have you exercised your no muscle and been disciplined to make sure that you've got the roadmap? Have you cut the tether to the things that you really don't need to do, right? So if you're going to be making a career move and you know that financially it's going to be really tough on the, on the family and maybe tough on yourself, have you cut the things out of life that are going to allow you to survive that tough financial time in your life until you're able to pursue with even greater financial resources have you moved the finish line have you made sure that you've got that wick lit but you got to get off the sidelines you got to take action you got to take action and pursue the things that you know that you have a desire in your heart I remember when Andy Stanley, I was listening to him talking about purpose and he still has one of the best definitions that I've heard about purpose. And purpose is found when you discover the burden in your heart and how it aligns with the talent that you have and an opportunity that you see. And when, when I heard this definition, it, just perfectly aligned with this burning desire that I had in my heart for what Kingsman stood for. I had this burden for what men were going through in life because I had been going through the same stuff for years. I had this burden because I didn't have a roadmap. And as much as I tried and i and I journeyed and I participated in and I bought programs and i and I went to places, none of them were fulfilling me. Yes, they were giving me insight. Yes, they were tooling me. Yes, I was getting educated uh, as a as a as a better man. There's no doubt about it, but none of it was giving me what I knew I was after. and Kingsman. Became that outlet. And the talent that I had is that I had resources. And the talent that I had is that I was relentless. I was relentless in my pursuit. I am still relentless in my pursuit, still with that mission. And so I'm giving you permission, you, today to get off the sidelines of your life and pursue, pursue the things that you've identified are the burden in your heart. Hmm. I remember when I had permission I remember, what that was, I remember what that felt like. I remember how freeing that was and how affirming that was. That what I was feeling wasn't by mistake or what I was feeling wasn't um, unworthy of my time. when I had permission to pursue it, it's amazing how fast my wick (laughs) caught on fire. And and I'm not here to tell you that there aren't gonna be challenges and bad days and setbacks and things that get in your way. What I'm telling you is that when you continue to pursue that and you become relentless with it because you know that this is a part of who you are, What it does do is it makes the journey worth it. What it does do is it allows you to lay your head on that pillow every night, knowing that you gave it your all. And you said yes. And like I've said before, If you do that in your life, you're not going to live with regret. Hmm. That's all I got for you today. We all know somebody. I'm going to leave you on this. We all know somebody that needs to hear this. And I said it before, and I'll say it again. The only price of admission on this show is for you to pass it along. Love you all, have a fantastic rest of your day, and we will talk to you soon.